Well, uh, it's that time again. We are, are back for another podcast, round two, if you will. Uh, so again, hello there, podcast land, and all of our listeners, all seven of you. Um, hello. Hi. So it's Dubs, Sale, and myself. Again, Hanson's here. Uh, that's me um, coming through your stereo. Uh, so we would like to just, again, do some reflection and, and think about where we're at with Mega Powers, which is our, our ELT, special ELT group. And um, so, Sale, uh, how you feeling after a couple of days in? Uh, maybe update us on what's gone down and, and where we're at. Well, yesterday really was our first full day with our group of 60 people. And I'm just going to list a bunch of observations without response, if I can. Um, There was a lot of engagement from students, good group conversation, a lot of super positive ideas that would help a lot of people, uh, I think. Um, There was, um, you know, some uncertainty in exactly what our purposes were, but I felt like as the conversation developed, students began to create visions of possibility, which I think is fantastic because... I think that's essential in this. Well, I guess I wasn't going to comment. But um, other observations. We noticed that the minute we broke down into groups to do brainstorming, groups were very segregated. We had a group of Hmong kids in one area. We had a group of you know rich white kids in another area. We had a group of sophomores in another area, a group of male athlete seniors in another area. And um, so then today when we met, that was something we addressed right away was that part of the goal of um, Mega Powers has to be to not approach the same problems in the same way and assume that all of the things that we want to change are outside of the room. That maybe what we need to do is look at how we behave and interact and relate to one another first within the room as a way of kind of building better community and relationships. Does this seem accurate? Sorry, I fell asleep for a second, but I'm (laughs) awake now. Um, No, let's, can I back up just a little bit? Can we, uh, Dubs, could you share how sophomore day went? And could you share um, like the vision that we tried to cast before we got to our breakout? Sure. Uh, So day one of school, sophomores show up. Um, and they reported to us for the morning and we did a circle and we shared some information about us which was good Um, and in in that circle we kind of talked about our vision as well and just kind of the the fact that they had been selected or nominated by a teacher and they were there for a reason um, and we valued their leadership potential and um, yeah is that kind of it? Yeah, well how about then um Yesterday, when we got our 60 together, what, what did we share with them as vision before we even broke up into to groups? What kind of Raylers message, I think? So the, the idea that we're here to create change, and we're not quite sure what that looks like. Um, and we're going to let it evolve as it does, uh, listening to them, because they are absolutely the, the major players in this. But... Um, yeah, we talked about like being a positive person, no matter like. So, obviously, there's some big things that they could do um, to affect school wide. You know, this campaign, that thing, 
fundraising. Uh, this event, fundraising, which when we let them break out into groups, sort of that's where they went, mm-hmm. and even community stuff. But wonderful ideas, wonderful, great ideas. amazing, things and we'll probably we get do. to those things, right? But I think um, one of the things that is super powerful is if they're just a, you know a smile for someone, they're hello. They're a friendly face. Mm-hmm. They sit next to someone who's alone at lunch. Mm-hmm. They help somebody with a locker jam. They show someone to a class that they're not sure of. Like those little things mm-hmm. are what we're trying to, um, you know, hope organically happen from mm-hmm. this group, and then that just um, positively affects school culture and the fact that they see these people doing it. All of a sudden, now this this random student does it and pays it forward and then that's just the climate we've created organically through you know 60 kids willing to just be friendly and and helpful Mm -hmm. and positive and i think to one of the places we have to build on that is just trying to build internal uh motivation that's going to be like an intentional living out of values intentional living out of things that we um, say we want to live out, you know, and I guess that's what I meant earlier too about like the same problems with the same strategies and tactics, you know. Um, well, and, I'm sorry. You're good. Go. I, listening to you guys talking, talking, thinking back to what you described earlier in terms of your observations, I'm thinking like you know we we could have created groups that were diverse on day one. We could have made that happen so they didn't naturally move into those you know their comfortable zone. But I'm almost happy that it happened the way it did. Like, now that I think about it, I feel like it gives us such an opportunity for them to organically reflect and to not have it be mm-hmm. what you... Forced. Yeah, it's not forced. It's, it's a conversation that is now in the forefront um, and is something that hopefully they're thinking about or they will think about. That the they're aware time. of. Yeah. Right. yeah. So in a way, I'm, I'm thankful that we didn't plan that or yeah. that we didn't have well, a plan yeah, because I, I guarantee you, when you walk down into commons during a lunch period, guess what we're going to find? Same thing. Same thing. And and I get it because I would have been doing the same thing. Where mm-hmm. are my friends? Mm-hmm. Where and, and usually your friends are people that have like Absolutely. values or, or share uh, common threads, sports or clubs no. or... None of the th- comments that we're making here are meant to be judgmental. They're observational and yet... I think they provide um, evidence of just challenges that have developed, cultural challenges that have been internal internalized. You know. And I think it's I think it's life too for mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. even yeah. for adults. Absolutely. I go to a staff meeting and I sit by the people I'm comfortable with and the people that I know. So I think it's more about that that self reflection and growth, even for us possibly in terms of being more intentional about our actions. Super much for us. I mean, yeah. I think we talked about that yeah. earlier or something at lunch maybe. Cause like even, I don't know if I told you, Mr. Hansen, but even at the staff meeting the other night, when I got into that staff meeting, all of a sudden I realized I was paralyzed with where to sit. I had no idea where to sit. And it hit me that it's because, cause I didn't have Hansen. It's like I literally didn't know where to go sit because I always sit with Hanson. Um, so I sat two seats down from from Kate. So, yeah, but it's like that's that's the thing. I I did not realize how internalized we have. In some ways, we do the same thing all the time. Oh yeah, too for sure. So I think personal growth is my point here. Not that I'm going to leave you. I can't leave you. <laughs> well, good because I was about to cry right on the podcast.
and nobody will benefit from that. But it does force some self-reflection for me, too, a lot of it. Because I don't really feel like I'm a teacher in this case so much as a, a co-traveler. Yeah. 